Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I wanted to make sure that you were aware of how valuable you are to us and me here at Successful Diligence as a listener of the podcast. It means so much that you allow me to provide value through the podcast and that you listen and you show up and you invest your time. It means the world to me and I so appreciate it. One way that you can show your appreciation for the podcast, if you've gotten any value from anything we've ever said um, in Sode, is you can support us financially so that we can continue to provide the value that you've come to know from the Successful Diligence podcast. And it can be literally less than a cup of coffee a day, 99 cents per month. That's less than a dollar per month, all the way up to five, ten dollars, however much you want to give. But as little as a dollar, less than a dollar, 99 cents, that would make such a difference to us. You can go to the show notes and you can click the link where listener support is highlighted. Um, There's different links in the show notes. Or you can go to anchor.fm backslash successful diligence backslash support and you can sign up there and literally it's one time per month 99 cents less than a cup of coffee and yet you would be having an impact on supporting this podcast to bring more value reach more people to have a greater impact in the world and we appreciate in advance any support that you're able to provide again anchor.fm slash successful diligence slash support or you can click the link in the show notes and show your support financially we appreciate it and we thank you in advance Today I was thinking a lot about self-care because I took today to just really relax and do nothing which is what I needed today mentally. I mean, I did like errands and took care of stuff around the house, but I needed to just mentally have a day off. And that was a part of self care. And it got me thinking about doing an episode on self care. And then I remembered that in season one, I did a whole like mini series on self care. And so I thought today it would be helpful to Uh, republish one of the more popular episodes with Mark Keith. And it's self-care from a male perspective, but I think that both men and women will find value in what Mark Keith had to say. So I hope that you enjoy. Hello. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi. (laughs) So excited to have you on as a guest. Um, everyone, this is Mark Keith, and he has graciously, graciously accepted to be a guest on the podcast during the month of self-care, hashtag self-love as well. And I'm so excited because I just know that he is going to bring value to your life. He's going to make you smile and laugh. And I'm so excited for this conversation. So welcome, Mark Keith. And for those who don't know you, um, I do want to say that we do work together, which is how I know you. And it's so much fun. But (laughs) give us a little bit of background about who you are. Yes, of course. Well, yes, my name is Mark Keith. I am 
am now famous since I'm on a podcast, so I'll expect my Beyonce dollars tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can I say about me? Um, like with everybody, it's, I mean, how much time on the podcast do we have? It may take up the whole episode. There's a lot about who I am, but I'm really just, um, like everybody, a walker of life. I'm learning every day as I go. Um, you know, try. I'm, I'm always being a better person. See, I was about to say trying, but you've taught me not to say trying anymore. I am succeeding in being a better person every day. And, you know, I'm just me. It's one of those things. It's one of those things you just have to get to know me to, to know me. <laughs> I love that. Using empowerment language is so important. And I'll tell you all, I wanted to bring Markeith on to talk about self-care from a man's perspective a male perspective because you know men and women are different Mm -hmm. and self-care in some aspects can be the same for both Um, but there are some differences I think and I just wanted a regular kind of everyday person that you would know in your life to come on and see if we could get some practical ideas about how to take care of ourselves and how to be aware of taking care of ourselves and just have a great conversation about it. You know, this is the month of love and who better to love than ourselves, right? Of course, naturally. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Markeith, what is your concept, idea, definition, thoughts about self-care? Like, What does self-care mean to you? Self-care. What self-care means to me? Um, you know, it's so much, it's so much deeper than just, you know, the physical aspect of self-care. You know, when you're, we're growing up and you're taught, okay, make sure you eat right, you exercise, you bathe, you, you know, brush your teeth, all those are physical aspects of self-care. But to me, self-care is something that's, it's, it's very, it's, it's, the physical part is just a fraction of it, but the rest of it is the part that's so much more impactful. I'm talking about spiritual self-care, mental self-care, emotional self-care, all of these things that not only impact you and, you know, how you feel about things and how you experience things, but how you, you know, relay these things to other people and how you kind of connect to other people in the world. So for me, self-care is all of that, you know, all of those, all of those things tied into one nice, neat little bubble and how well you maintain it and how, um, how well you garden, you know, you, you garden the yard and make sure you water it and stuff like that. It's, it's all of those aspects to me. I love that. I love that you kind of broke it down into different aspects. I'd like to unpack it. So definitely the physical part, we all think of that about, you know, um, you know, manicuring ourselves and, you know, bathing and all, you know, treating ourselves nice. Um, But you mentioned like the spiritual and the mental and the emotional. And there was another thing I want to unpack a little bit later, because it's something I always talk about. Um, So don't let me forget, Markeith, if I forget, but it's you mentioned where filling yourself up allows you to then pour into others. Yes. And that is a gift that you can give to other people by taking care of yourself first. And I love that. I love, love, love that. So we're going to circle back around to that. But talk to me a little bit more about what you personally do. And this is just for you, not for everybody, but maybe someone can learn a a tip or technique or something um, in terms of taking care of yourself or tending to your garden emotionally and mentally. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. A big thing you'll know if you ever get to know me. I know you know me, but if anybody out there listening ever gets to bump into me and get to know me, I'm a pretty emotional person. Now, usually (laughs) when people, you know, get that, you know, 
that they hear that, oh, he's emotional or, oh, she's emotional. That means they're out of control. You know, one minute they're going to be happy, one minute they're going to be sad. No, but I feel a lot. I feel a lot of things. And when I, when I, when I feel things earlier in my life, I had a, um, I had a point earlier in my life where, you know, I would, I would feel things and there's no problem with the feelings getting in. It's the, when you let those feelings out and how they come across and mm-hmm. how it makes you look, it's and it. And it's a, it's, it's a mirror effect as well. And earlier in, in my, um, my younger life, it was, um, I, I, it didn't make me feel too good because I would, <laughs> I would get back from other people and I would feel for myself after, you know, the whole explosion. Oh wait, that didn't go over so well. Um, and how it ties back in the, the self-care is, you know, you, 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 you take all these things in and you, and you feel these emotions. And if you're just doing this whole impulse thing and like, you know what, I'm going to feel it. I'm just going to let it out. Bam. There it is. You know, you're not in the long run. You're not really taking care of yourself because that's not really healthy. That's not really a healthy, mature, disciplined way to release your emotions. I tie a lot of what I say back to what you say in your earlier podcast and what you've told me multiple times before. And I'll probably carry this with me for until I am dead in the ground, burnt to ashes, thrown in the ocean, whatever, oh they, decide my, whatever they decide to do my body. But I'm carry, I'm taking this with me to the grave is what I'm trying to say because you've, you've taught me that feeling feeling an emotion there's is it's not a good or bad emotion there's no good or bad emotions you feel what you feel but it's how you deal with it that matters that's what exactly I, it's the behavior and the action of what you so you feel the emotion you identify it you don't judge it you just identify what it is it, it lets you know where you are and then what you do with that emotion is what's important and has the consequence because actions and behaviors have the consequence, not feelings. Exactly, exactly. And that that rings so true for me. And when you told me that, you know, now that I'm um, now that I'm a more mature person, you know, it, it brought me back to that time where I would use I, I wouldn't I would take my emotions and I wouldn't. I wouldn't use them the best way and it wouldn't come across in the best way. And, you know, you're back then you're young, you're like, Oh, you know, this I'm, I'm big and bad. You know, I'm going to feel what I'm feeling. If you don't like it, then, you know, suck it, screw you, all that stuff. But I, I didn't realize until after the hog gone down that, you know, now I've, maybe I've lost a couple of friends, you know, maybe people don't see mm. me in a, in a better light than they, than they used to. Maybe it's a, a, a darker light. Maybe people don't want to hang out with me anymore. And, as much as some of us, us lone wolves <laughs> like to admit it, we need that connection with people, especially people that are close to us. And that's, everybody needs connection. Everybody, 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 even if it's just one person, you need that connection. And that's where the kind of emotional self-care t- um, ties in for me and my definition of it. You have to make sure that you're able to express your emotions in a way that you're also taking care of yourself. You can get your point across perfectly fine. But another thing you've taught me is not to act in your emotion. Don't react in your emotion. Take it. Process it. Ask yourself questions, you know, okay, why am I feeling like this? Oh, because this, this, this. Okay, but why does this, this, this make me feel this way? Do I need to communicate this um, this feeling to somebody else? Do I need to try to get them to understand? And take take your emotion and then apply it to the situation in a way that comes across as, okay, I'm taking care of myself, but I'm also trying to get people to understand in a very effective way how I'm feeling without putting them off and setting them off over the edge. And that to me is like self-care emotionally. 
I love that. And something you said just made me think of, you know, in addition to, you know, responding to other people with respect and, and, and being aware of yeah. processing your emotions outwardly, it's also a great identifier for inwardly. Cause a lot of us have, well, all of us have self-talk if we really are aware of it. Um, but sometimes we don't always talk to ourselves in the nicest way. And so when we're feeling an emotion, you know, identifying it and saying, okay, is this, Am I feeling this way because it's hitting a nerve? Am I feeling this way because it's a growth opportunity? Am I feeling this way because I'm being misunderstood and I need to communicate differently? Yeah. There could be a whole host of reasons why you're feeling a certain way, which is why I love what you said. Stop, process it, let's let's identify, and then we can respond. Exactly, exactly. That's the, I mean, that's the, that, that's the only way I know how to process it now. And thank goodness that's the only way I know how to process it now. Or probably you and I would not be friends right now. <laughs> So I'm I'm thankful for it. I'm here for it. As a certain friend of us, ours would say, I'm here for it all the time. Yes, yes, I love it. So, okay, so we talked about the emotional self-care. What about the mental aspect of self-care for you? Okay, so the mental um, part of the self-care. It's like, for me, it's like when you, um, when you take a, a, like a situation or if you're um, basically... Uh, it's because it's, the mental part is probably the hardest for me because I'm still trying to trudge through it myself and try to understand it. But I think I'm getting to a, a beacon of it. It's like you you kind of enrich your mind and sit, you don't you don't keep your mind stale with stale wisdom. Um, one thing I like to do is pull wisdom from many different places. Um, I do this because you know my own wisdom. You know, it's for some things it can be effective, but if I keep pulling from my own wisdom, my own wisdom, my own wisdom, it gets real stale, you know, mm -hmm. and I can't use my own wisdom for situations for which I've never experienced. So, well, you only know so much. You're one person. You've only experienced so much. You only know so much. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I lean on my friends. I lean on my family that may have been through things, may not have been through things, but may have a different perspective for me. And I, you know, it's not it's not about taking what they say and say okay yes I'll follow what you tell me to follow but it's about <laughs> taking that and piecing it with your perspective to make a just give yourself a broader picture of okay this is a bigger picture of the issue I need to tackle um, and for me that's a, a, a that's a very major important part of mental self-care you really have to just take wisdom where you can get it and just kind of lump it onto your own wisdom to, to, to just evolve that wisdom and, and go forth. And even imparting that on other people um, and, your, you know, your friends, your family, you know, giving your wisdom, but not pushing it on people like, yeah, this is my feeling, but this is what you should really do. You know, just giving your wisdom, you know, and keeping it moving. Almost like a gift. Like here it is packaged up. You can do with it what you want, but I'm offering it to you. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. You know, what's really striking me about your responses, which are amazing, um, and it's really interesting. It sounds like self-care for you is about personal growth yep. and becoming a better person to be able to serve others. Of course. Yeah. You, I'm taking care of myself. That's why they call it self-care, girl. You know, you got <laughs> to take care of yourself before you can take care of everybody else. Because if you out here, you know, negative, bitter, you know, just just this big old just lump of negativity how are you going to take care of anybody else nobody wants to be around you you got to take care of yourself enrich yourself 
before you can, you know, reach over and put that light on somebody else. I always say that you cannot give what you don't have. You can't pour from an empty cup and you only can offer what you have obtained. And so I love that. I, you know, definitely in alignment with, with what I think. Yes, ma'am. so let me ask you this, because I've, I've always wondered, and just and I'm gonna I'm gonna have additional guests on as well, so I, we can just get a whole bunch of different perspectives, because it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that um, in our my first interview podcast with uh, Francie, she mentioned a lot about um, having self compassion as a part of self care. Oh yeah. Do you find that you're aware as a man? Just do you find that you're aware of being compassionate to yourself, or is that something you don't even think about? Me personally. I'm this, and this is something else I'm currently battling with as well. And I can freely admit that because, like I said earlier, I'm always working on myself, always striving to be a better Markeith. Um, I can honestly say it's something that naturally I struggle with because I tend to be, you know, just speaking from a man's perspective, I, uh, perspective, excuse me, I tend to be so hard on myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I was, I was raised a certain way. Not necessarily that my parents were overbearing and needed me to get like straight A's and be the best sportsman and the bestest and all that stuff. But I've, I've grown to expect a lot from myself. And when I don't exceed and when I don't get to that goal, you know, then I turn on myself and suddenly there's two marquees, one that's beating up on the other and saying, you should have did this. Why didn't you do that? And it, it, it got to a point um, a few years ago where, you know, I realized, you know, I'm, I'm not happy when I'm just by myself because all I'm hearing is myself being myself up, you know, why? And, and I had to ask myself, of course, you get to that point, that point where you're experiencing that negative emotion. You're like, okay, well, why, why am I beating myself up so much? Was it, was it really so terrible that I didn't meet this goal? Was it life changing? You know, did somebody die? You know, am I sick now? <laughs> you know, is it right. really that deep? Yes, it's important to set goals for yourself. And yes, it's okay. It's it's important to, you know, work hard, grind till you get it, you know, put your best foot forward always, 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 always. But if you don't reach your goal, you know, you, you're, you're going to beat yourself up. Don't don't beat up the vessel that this is the only vessel you got. Don't beat it up to where you can't even get to your goal anymore. And now, you know, defeat is like this, this just this this awful just debilitating thing defeat should be a lesson defeat should be something that makes you stronger if you didn't get it to it the first time now you have a lesson that can help you get to it a second time maybe a third time you're gonna fail you're gonna fail a bunch of times but the important thing is that you keep you get up and you keep going that's what's most important and that's what I had to learn the hard way that's a great mindset to have. I think a lot, of, I think not just men in general, I think men and women and people in general, depending on where they are in life, struggle with managing expectations because, you know, especially driven, high driven people and certain personality types, you know, they do have high expectations for themselves, certain parents or, or just wherever it comes from, you have these high expectations. And then when you don't meet them, like you said, you beat yourself up and you have this negative self-talk and you can get into a pattern where, you know, the mind shift and, and the pivot comes where, like you said, turn it into a lesson because you're going to be with you until your last breath. Like you're not going anywhere. So okay. why would you beat your, you wouldn't beat up your friend. You wouldn't beat up your mom. You wouldn't beat up your sister, your brother, whoever. Exactly. So why would you beat up on yourself? You're, you're going to be with yourself until, you know, until you take your last breath. Exactly. Exactly. Like whether you whether you succeed in your goal and you're not, you got something from it. You either got a lesson or you got your goal. So it's a win win. Mm. <laughs> you know, it may not be the type of win you were expecting, 
but it's still right. a win. You got a lesson. You got some wisdom. Take that wisdom, use it for yourself, impart it on others, and keep it going. Or even if it's a lesson like, I will never do that. <laughs> like, I've had situations where I've learned exactly what not to do. Okay. Oh, check, yeah. Check. I learned what not to do. I learned what I don't enjoy. I learned that I don't like this type of environment at work, or I don't like this type of industry. <laughs> check, check. Let's pivot and move on. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just got to get in there and be like, yeah, this is not me. This is not for me. I learned it. I'm good. Bye. Bye, Kelly. And, th- and that's okay. <laughs> exactly. And that's okay. It's okay. I think also in that, like when you have an expectation that you don't meet, giving yourself the grace to either grieve the outcome that you didn't get or grieve the situation that you didn't achieve and, and allow yourself to feel, you know, sadness or grief and then allow yourself, you know, a day or two or whatever, however long it takes, as long as it's not too long, right. um, to sort of process those emotions and be kind to yourself and you know if you need to sleep a little bit more one day or if you want to get some ice cream even though you're on a diet whatever it is um it's okay to give yourself grace and compassion to move through that mind shift or that pivot until you can then set a new expectation that may be more reasonable that you can achieve yes you're absolutely i love that word grace and it it put it puts it puts my mind at such a peaceful place you know you know the term you know age gracefully you know mm-hmm. ex- lose gracefully you know win gracefully i love that word grace it it, it it's a powerful word for me and I, I love that you said it you're absolutely right oh that's awesome that mm-hmm. is awesome okay so if you had to give two tips for self-care what would they be? Two tips for self-care. Okay. First tip I would give, um, let's see, and this is just for someone like, that, like, like me that's uh, neurotic. Um, I've, <laughs> I've been taught to, to count because I, <laughs> the, the, the sentences get in my head, the noises, and then I'm just all of a sudden overwhelmed. So the first advice I would give from my own life experience, chill, chill, chill out. Just chill out. <laughs> it's going to be Okay chill out mm-hmm. yes take, so a take a deep breath yes take a moment chill out. breathe chill out <sighs> <Woo-sa>. okay <laughs> now you're ready for step two next step two keep going mm. chill out first take your moment to breathe step two keep going just keep- and I don't know if you heard my last podcast, but keep walking is my mantra. So yes. you're, I'm, you're right on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm snapping here. I don't know if you can hear it on the microphone. I love it. I love it. Well, I am so glad that you had the time to to chat with us and talk about self-care. Are there any last uh, parting words of wisdom that you want to leave our listeners with? Let's see. Last words, parting wisdom. You know, I know it sounds kind of cliche, you know, but you know what? Oh, well, whatever. Be yourself. You know, I've, what, I've, um, there, there are so many, um, new situations that I found myself in, you know, and I'm, I'm, my shell is, is slowly cracking. It's still there for some situations and I'm still working with it. You know, it's a beautiful shell, you know, if you we're work in progress. It. yeah, we're working progress. But, you know, be yourself. Be your most authentic self. Hint, hint. Michelle, thank you. <laughs> Every day. Every single day you wake out of bed and you put your toes on that carpet, that tile, that marble, whatever you're working with. Be yourself. Walk out the door yourself. Go to work yourself. You know, 
and have grace about it. I want to throw grace in there as well, because like I said, I love that word and I'm loving myself more and more every day. And I can't wait till I get to the point where I'm just completely head over heels, infatuated with myself. It's a work in progress. It is, but I'm telling you, I'm getting there and I'm getting there fast. And we are all a work in progress. So I love that, that your encouragement is just keep walking and give yourself grace along the process, along the process and authentic self. You know, a lot of people don't know what that is. And we're going to unpack that in another episode, um, authenticity. But I agree because you are the only person, (laughs) you are the only person like you and you are the only person that can bring to the world the special gifts and talents and perspective and way of saying something Um, you're the only one that can do that you know you were created as an individual even if you're a twin even if you are an identical twin and have identical cellular structure and dna there is still something significantly uh different about you and you are the only person that can bring you to the world and somebody needs to hear your story needs to hear your gift needs to hear your voice needs to see your smile and so i just love that giving grace along the way and and being authentic Marquise it was a joy to have you on the podcast I am so grateful (laughs) and listeners as I always say keep walking yeah